Hi folks, it's Sarah Johnson back with Brazen Business Podcast. This week I am talking with a personal friend of mine um, who happens to be a wonderful photographer and an artist in her own right. Um, We're speaking with Megan Leggins of Maxwell Studios. Um, She is a photographer who specializes in newborn, infant, toddler, kid, family, seniors, portraiture. Um, She's done it all. She's done weddings. She's done corporate stuff. She's done um, all of the sports team pictures for so many teams around in my area. Um, She's done weddings. She's done boudoir. She's really done all of the different kinds of photos and she's found in her career that this is the area that she enjoys the most. She loves working with children and capturing them, um, you know, over the span of their life. And so she's created a really beautiful business for herself. Um, and we talk about that a lot in this episode. We also, um, talk about, you know, just overcoming, um, grief. We talk about finding yourself. We talk about pursuing passions. And so this episode is a great episode for everyone, not just business owners. I'd like to think that anybody can get something out of all of these episodes, but this one especially, I think just speaks to people, um, in any walk of life about, um, just investing in yourself and finding your own happiness and putting yourself at a higher priority, which I think is something that everybody out there could be reminded of. Um, so thank you for listening and enjoy learning a little bit more about Megan. You can follow her on all the social medias for great content. You can view her photography on her website and we'll link all of that in the details for this episode and enjoy um, Megan Leggins of Maxwell Studios. here at Maxwell Studios. In, Are you already recording? Yeah, always be recording. You get all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Every guest always says, oh, 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 we oh, start over. We've already we start started. In the door. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, yeah, so you're, not, you're kind enough, Megan, um, to host mm-hmm. me here at Maxwell Studios. So thanks for letting me um, come out and see your space and record here. I like to do that because it's like the vibe. Of yeah, the business, absolutely. You know yeah. what I mean? So thank you so much. Um, it's I nice will- in this cold studio today. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's not uh, – I'm very comfortable. Okay, but I wore, I wore layers because I wasn't sure. I told you I brought my slippers. I brought. I wore a hat. That is – this is mostly because my hair is dirty. This yeah, isn't yeah, so yeah. That's much, why like, I kind of asked you if we were bugging on video today because I yeah. I didn't want to wash my hair again. Yeah. No, hey, to- <laughs> totally. I uh, I was thinking that too when you were like, are we videoing? I was like, you know what? I can just throw a hat on. That'll be good. But I'll be doing video in the future and then I'll come back and we'll both yeah. have washed our hair. Maybe, maybe yeah, not. Maybe yeah. not. I mean, yeah. like if not, no, there's no judgment, you know, and we'll do some video then. So then yeah. other people can see because what I'm looking at behind you is like just the most aesthetically pleasing. Thank you. Like color coordinated, yeah. sorted by hues and like in like gradients and it's just beautiful. So, Thank you. Um, for, I I will have given you an intro at this point already. So people know a little bit, but this is your photography studio where you do all of your studio shoots. Yep. Um, so this wall that I'm looking at back here is like props and things for most of the stuff out here is for newborn through two year sessions. It's just all the props that I need to use. Sure. Um, I see like swaddles and like pieces yeah. of fabric and like wicker chairs and like, oh my gosh, a little like pompasan thing that's like infant size. My it is. It's an infant size pompasan chair. Yeah, that's, of course it is. Of course, how would it not be? How would it not be? Um, so you have 
this beautiful photography studio here and you have been doing photography for a long time. I want to ask you about the start, but do you do mainly studio shoots or you also go out into the field? I know a lot of the, the pictures I've seen of you and I know, but maybe the people listening don't is like outdoor shoots and like on site. You've done a ton of like sports teams. Like you've kind of done a lot of things. Yeah. Right, I've, I've, any, any kind of portrait, portrait, portraiture. Yeah. I have done. And throughout the years I've kind of, I go with what I like to do yeah and what I don't like to do yeah I did weddings for gosh like nine ten years okay and it just wasn't for me anymore so I kind of stepped out of that and I, I really just wanted to focus on babies newborns families seniors children I just I like that whole bracket right there okay so yeah, so let's talk about that because I think that the, one of the main threads of like every single business owner that I've spoken with up to this point is like things are always changing and you're adapting yeah. and like maneuvering through and it doesn't maybe look the same as it did when you started. So how long ago did you start not only the photography business, but let's go before that. Like when did were you taking photos and you were like, huh? Maybe I should do this for a living. Okay, so I was seven. Okay, okay, so a while, a while. Um, I took a picture of the, my cat, Louie, at the time, on our front porch of our farm, and it won W-E-E-K's Photo of the Week. Stop it. Yes. When you were seven. When I was seven. You were already a prize-winning photographer at the Got age it. of seven. Okay, <laughs> okay, shoot. Okay, now we know who's in the room, folks. Now we know. Now we know. And then there was one more that I took of a, a yacht. It was I was a camp. And I went out on a, a lake with our camp members, and I took a picture of this uh, sailboat just okay. in the sunset. Okay. And everybody was like, you need to be a photographer. And it kind of was not what I was into in high school. There was not, I don't even know if there was photography classes offered. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, there, were, there weren't in my high school. I know that for sure. I mean, I know there is now. I know life is not yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Kids have everything now. <clears throat> <laughs> but, um, so it really started, I was about 18 and I was a preschool teacher. Okay. And I really wanted to take these kids pictures. I started with a little point and shoot camera and I just loved, but were you already like, Oh, I will always love taking pictures. No, like, not, were you reminiscent of that at all? Or was it kind of like no, a brand new concept? Not of like, maybe really. Cause I was, kids. you know, fresh out of high school, sure. I was going to college to get my sure. teaching certificate. You know, my life had changed. It really wasn't. I mean, yeah, I like pictures, but it was never in the back of my mind that I could be a professional photographer one sure, day. Sure. I thought I was one. I wanted to be a teacher. Sure. And then lo and behold, as soon as I became a teacher, I was like, I really want to take their pictures. Now, was professional photographer like a job in your mind? Like, was that something yes. um, that like you saw people do and like yes. you like, okay, okay. All right, cool. Yeah. I, but you don't know how to achieve that. Mm -hmm. And I was a very poor kid. Mm -hmm. You know, I was supporting myself and mm -hmm. Bobby, we lived together. Your husband now. My yes. husband so now. Back in the day. We've been together since we were 13. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you do everything for a really long time. <laughs> Committed. <laughs> got to commit for I 30 years. It. I love it. I love it. I love it. So yeah, we were very poor. We had just started out and you know, a camera is very expensive. Oh, hell yeah. So I had the little tiny $100 camera and uh, there was a photographer in town that came to take pictures and of the, the kids to sell them to the parents. Okay. And she asked me, she goes, do you want me to leave um, this roll of seamless paper for you? And I was like, yeah, 
I for like backdrops and yes, stuff so you I could was, like t- okay. I was like I I didn't even know that they made this do kind that. of thing. That's so nice. Um that was actually Jill. Oh, like <laughs> Fields. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the, and this was this was over 20 years ago. Okay, sure. She had just been starting her business and her son was actually a friend of mine in high school at the time. So I had known her and very sweet lady. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she left me this role and what I did um I stripped the kids down. They were two years old and sure. in diapers. Sure. And I had them paint this background with all different colors of grays and whites and blacks. And they covered it. They did great. And then I just put them on there and took their pictures. Yeah. And the parents loved they it. They thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. <clears throat> At this time, I then took a photography class at ICC. Oh. And so I was okay. like, well, I have, I have content that I can use for this because I'm already taking portraits. Sure. And I think it was, I was 18 at Were the you time. like going to ICC just to take that photography class or were you like taking classes? Like I'm I was taking classes to be a like, teacher. Okay. Oh, okay. You were like, okay. You had already started down. Yeah. Like so I was part. like, you know what? I really want to learn about photography. Okay. Yeah. It was not my first class that I entered it. I think it okay. was my second semester after I was already, I was in a teaching assistant. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah, I, I entered this class and started taking these pictures and even my friend Christy, who she was, she was the teacher that I was the assistant for. Okay. Uh, she would pose for things for me for this class. That's a real one right there. Yeah. That's a real one. And you know what? We are still good friends to this day. Love that girl. Christy, you need models, models for you. stuff, man. You need <laughs> models for stuff. That's so important. So it, it just kind of grew from there. I was like, you know what? This, this is actually, this is what I want to do. Okay, so that, so how long was it before you like had that thought of like, oh, this is what I wanted to do until you like got any amount of money for taking somebody's portrait? Seven years. Okay. Okay. Seven years. So what was that seven years? Okay, what were you so doing? it kind of got put on the back burner. Um, I was teaching assistant in the day. I started working at Lane Bryant. Okay. Um, as like just a night job. Sure. And I was going to school. Okay. So my life was so busy. I wasn't home at, you know, at night and I was working all day long. And so it wasn't like this instead of teaching. It was like, I want to do this, but like, yeah, there's still I mean, on the teaching. Back. I wanted like, to do everything. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Okay, yeah. cool. But Lane Bright was paying me a ton more money, <laughs> legit, in retail than I was ever making as a teacher. Yeah. It almost doubling That's my so pay sad. to That's work so in retail. Sad. Yeah. And so eventually they offered me a full-time position and a raise and I couldn't say no. So sure. I went to Lane Bryant. I, I worked there for 10 years. Okay. About five years in, I was like, I want to start taking pictures. I want to do this. So I would ask my customers at Lane Bryant who are still clients to this day. This was long-term relationships gosh, only folks. 17 years ago, I think. That's I mean, insane. it was a long time ago. I would just say, Hey, I'm going to set up somewhere, bring your kids by 25 bucks, 35 bucks. It was whatever. So it was always kids. Like you were always, always like, I, wanted kids. To be kids. I was just like, yeah. kids are my jam. Okay. 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 Cool. So I would set up, um, sets and I would offer for my clients to come out and, or my customers from Lane Bryant at the time, they sure. weren't really clients. Sure. And I would take their pictures and I'd have so much fun with the kids doing it. And I was like, how can I make this my profession? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now you are like still probably liking your job at Lane Bryant, but like, are you, how, how are you trying to figure out the steps to go from like where you are to being a full-time photographer? Like what year are we talking about? So this, um, I want to say this was before 
I had Izzy. So this was 2008. Okay. So and like you could get on the internet and search like a lot of these kinds of like there was like Pinterest had started like yeah there were, yeah there were resources for you to like kind of go to but what yeah, was your, even, how did you do that even like, how did Facebook you, you know out? I would I would look at sets that I'd like that other photographers did I'm like okay. how can I recreate this into what I would like sure sure just drawing inspiration yeah got yeah. lots of inspiration from online photographers some of, I don't really know their names but it yeah, was just yeah. randos yeah of course yeah late night searching through being like oh and getting ideas and be like, oh what if I did this and, yeah, yeah my yeah. first big set. Izzy was about two. I think I was pregnant. Okay. With Zach. So this is, this is about middle of 2010. So sure. I think I was opening the business at the time. Okay. Okay. And I the saw. The business that we're sitting in today. Yes. Like this. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So for sure 2010. Okay. Because that's when I started and that's okay. when I opened. Okay. I saw this picture um, online of these huge colorful lanterns, these Chinese lanterns. Yeah, sure. And he had them somewhere in a studio. I was like, what if I did these in a field? I'm like, I could hang these everywhere. And I did it. And it was so beautiful. I was like, okay, I want to design these sets. I want to create these sets. Like this is also something that I want to incorporate in. And then Zach was born and I did his newborn pictures. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, there's a whole new side of this. I did do Izzy's newborn pictures. I wouldn't call that professional. But you weren't doing like you weren't doing it like in a kind of like like I don't know over like over no, 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 dramatized no. way that you would now. No, yeah, she was laying on a scarf. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can actually send you a picture. It's yeah, pretty yeah. scary. Yeah, yeah. And a lot hey, of <laughs> everybody has to start somewhere, right? Well, like, I mean, shoot. at that time, that's when selective color was in. Oh, so a lot sure. of her stuff, black and white. She's black and white with a pink tutu or something or i'm like oh why like yeah, did i do that yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so i had zach took his newborn pictures and i was like wow you know my friend lacy hired me still a client to this day she hired me to do her newborn i was very pregnant at the time okay okay and that was my first experience asked lacy it was a terrible experience it was like four hours long i had no idea what i was doing she had already knocked over a bottle of breast milk and was in <laughs> so she was beside herself when I answered the door. Oh my goodness. I was mean, like preparing for that first newborn shot. Were you like looking into things like how do we like how do we keep the baby sleeping or no, like what, like anything? Absolutely. Just, not. Like, we're just gonna take we're just gonna take pictures. This is gonna be great. This is gonna be awesome. Okay. The baby's gonna sleep and I'll just be able to pose and whatever. However, she will tell you she still loves those pictures as much as if anything sure, I would have done today. Sure, sure. And she's totally right. She's like, sure. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then I did Zach's and I had a, I had bought props for him at this point. Sure. So, and I had bought props from a local girl that was knitting and she's actually still on my Facebook to this day. And I went from there. I was like, I'm going to order this hammock and do all these different shots. And yes, it was a nightmare because I had not worked with newborns really. It helps that it's yours, right? It helps that it's it yours. It did help that it was mine. You have access to him all the time, right? So and then like, Bobby was holding him up by a, a hammock <laughs> with his two. <laughs> I was like, we'll crop you out later. Just hold him. Just don't, don't drop the baby. <laughs> okay, I love it. Okay, so 2010. Is so when 2010, like, babies. Dunn had done Zach's newborn picture. So this is October. Okay. And. I was supposed to go back to work at Lane Bryant. Oh, <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> I went back and I turned in my two weeks. Okay. It just was not for me. Yeah. This is what I wanted to do. Yeah. So I was 27. Okay. 
I was 27 at the time. Okay. And it, it, it grew. Yeah. I started offering very cheap sessions. I was going to say, so what was your first step? You're like, okay, I'm not going, you'd already been doing some, because you said you did Lacey's newborn and yes. you had been like doing some, some families and stuff up. In yeah. That like just a couple and sessions. Were you charging for I was $35. Okay. $35. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> but I had also had a point and shoot camera. Sure. 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 So I was like, if I could, We've all taken advantage of a brand new photographer's dirt Absolutely. sheet. Everybody out there has been like, this mini session's 20 bucks. Everybody's jumping. Yeah, like, and everybody, your picture's it, yeah. back and you're like, yeah, yeah. that's worth 25 yeah, bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's <laughs> done that. Everybody's done it. We know, we know, we know. <laughs> but okay. mine actually were quality sure, for a sure. point and shoot camera. I mean, so you feel like you had like some natural photography talent or do you like that was already like in place for you to like, like grow upon? I feel like photography was essentially supposed to be part of my story. Okay. Because I kept coming back to it. Sure. Sure. When you can't stay away and my stuff was good. Yeah. I mean, looking back at my stuff when Zach was a baby, it was good. It was yeah. good for the time of what I was producing. Sure. Sure. So I would make little sets in my yard. I didn't have a studio. It was October. And I was like, I'm going to do a fall set in the yard. Come, come out. Yeah. Okay. In my backyard. And let's do this. Yeah. I had like 10 people sign up. Okay. And took the like, this they, is all loved them. Yeah. they all loved them. Yeah. And then that, <sighs> and then that winter, <laughs> that's when I did my first Christmas minis, 2010 Christmas minis. My clients will remind you that we had a propane heater in our garage and pretty, <sighs> the set, I really put work into the set. Sure, I of course. for the set. You would have only done your best. Everybody's always doing their best. Right? It was freezing. Yeah. <laughs> Just come in for 15 minutes. Let me take your pictures real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the breath will add a real essence yeah. to the pictures. <laughs> Warm up in the car. You look like you're at the North Pole, I promise. <laughs> yes. Yes, I should have added snow everywhere. <laughs> um but I still have clients that went to those Christmas. They still I'm sure that they still cherish those pictures. Yeah. You know? I mean, it was great. There's still clients yeah. to this day. They've just been I, with me through this whole journey. I feel like that is like maybe the most important thing. First of all, it's the same thing I hear from like all the people. And it's the most important thing that I think anybody can hear. That's like thinking about it is like, nobody ever knows what the hell they're doing when they start out. Nope. Like nobody and everybody thinks they're doing it great. Cause you're doing it the most your capacity, right? The best you can do. Right. But like, you don't know what you don't know. So you don't know about the things that you could be doing to set up the set better, to make your life easier, a different kind of whatever, like to all of these things, but you can't go from not doing it at all to that professional no. level. Like you have to go all those stepping stones of like making the bad layouts or like timing the thing wrong. Or I, terrible it's weather. always that all the meme things. that says like, your first is never going to be the best ever, ever. You gotta, you gotta climb. Yeah. I mean, like, I know everybody wants it to be good. And like, it's, I think if there's like natural talent and like passion behind it, the first one will be good enough to make you think I should do this again. Right. Like that's the whole thing yeah. is you were like, these are good. I want to do it. I can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. So you, you have to do it. But then I think that to do something really well, you almost have to be obsessed with it and not be able to stay away from it because the amount of hours it takes yeah. to get from that, first garage shoot right yeah. to like your most recent christmas oh my gosh the christmas here. minis were beautiful this year yeah. i'm i'm still i love them so much 14 years later or 13 Four years later yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 like you've been doing it that long yeah and so 
I mean, of course it should be better. Like if it's not, then like maybe people should like reevaluate stuff before 13 years. Well, I feel like like, if you're not moving forward. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you? Yes. Thank you. What are you doing? Evolve your life, evolve your business, evolve your, like you, you have to evolve. Otherwise you're just stuck in the same chapter of your life. Yes. That just like plateau or that coast or that cruise control, that autopilot, whatever that phase is is the most detrimental to me personally. Like my mental health, my yeah. physical health, yeah. like that like status quo, like, okay, this is what, this is what life is now. Let's just do this for the well, next 30 years. That's a small step of depression right there. Right, right, exactly. Because you yeah. feel stuck. Yeah, yeah. And then you don't want to move forward because you're, first of all, you're, you might be scared. Yeah. At the energy that you have to have for it. Yeah, it could just be overwhelming to even try. Yeah. Yeah. But then yeah. sometimes you get new life. So like, when you get new life, like, yeah, this is what I want to do. Yeah. And that really happened for me. Well, of course, after Maxwell passed away. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you, your, your photography studio initially was called what? what photography you, by Megan. Photography by Megan. Right? Yes. And then um, you had the most traumatic event that could possibly happen to a human being happen yes. to you. And um, uh, Maxwell passed away. Um, July 12th, 2017, we found him unresponsive in his crib two hours after I put him down for, um, bed and he, um, aspirated in his sleep and there was nothing we could do to revive him. Uh, ambulances were out here within minutes and he was already gone. Absolutely. The most traumatic experience a mom could go through. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's. It's any person's absolute fear, worst fear. Yeah. I mean, like from, from the time I found out I was pregnant with my first child, I was like, it's your fear. Yeah. Just gotta. Yeah. And constantly every single day, it was like, I remember when I brought one of them home, I was just like, oh gosh, I just hope like, I hope we make it. I hope we make it. it. Like I hope we make it. I remember getting in the car with Izzy and they closed the doors and Bobby and I just looked at each other. We're like, so we just take her home? Yeah, like, they get, they're letting us take <laughs> this? We're responsible kid. for a person now? It's like a pamphlet? <laughs> like, should they have, is there a hotline? Yeah, so, so it's, I mean, yeah, I just don't even, I so, don't well, even know how you move from that, from that point. Because I'm a person with ideas and I really wanted to honor him in a way that he should have been honored. And um, everybody was giving to our GoFundMe so that I didn't have to go back to work right away. Bobby wasn't working. He was a stay-at-home dad at the time. And I had this idea on the porch because I hadn't moved in three days. I sat on my porch for three days, no water, no food. I just sat on my swing after he died. Actually, it was, it was two days. Bobby came out and I said, I have an idea. And he's very very used to my ideas sure. and he usually just is like let's run with it this because is your personality yeah like they're usually good ideas sometimes sure. they're bad sure but i said i'm gonna make the studio or i said i'm gonna make the business maxwell studios and we're gonna build a studio and it's gonna be all about him and he just started crying he's like i love this and so we had to meet with our minister uh, with the minister that was putting on um the the funeral and we had to go through everything about his life. And he said to me, he said, I told him my idea. And he said, wow. Um, well, after everything you've talked about with Max, his smile just keeps coming up. I mean, look at the smile. Like you can see his picture right up here, this huge picture of his yeah. smile. It's the best smile in the world. 
And he said, so what not a better way to honor your son than to make a place where everyone comes to smile? And I started bawling. I was like, you know what? I was like, can I quote you on that? Because that's going to be the motto of the studio. Mm -hmm. It's a place where everybody comes to smile because he can smile then through everybody that enters the building. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it was such a beautiful sentiment that we ran with it. And we built Maxwell Studios within the next eight months. That's tremendous. It's be- I mean, it's beautiful. It's um, commendable. And it's... Um, Thank you. It's just i uh i just love you man and I'm, I'm just <laughs> don't get emotional i know i know this part is coming i know it's about business damn it uh, i knew this part was coming why. i know they do i already planned to ask why you about the I name live, yeah. i already was going to ask you why. <laughs> but gosh dang i don't even know how we got time. on this because i said after maxwell died and then we went into something yeah um Oh, well, we were oh, talking about depra- moving on. Yes. Like, okay. Going. So mm-hmm. um, <laughs> as we gather our thoughts. Hold yeah. On. Right, man. That, that was, was shoot. That was, yeah. That, was that took over. Yeah, that was so we, we named the studio and I was super excited about everything because it was giving me life. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, and just like a reason, <clears throat> a reason, a purpose to get out of bed. So we were building the studio is giving us something to do with our hands and our minds. Sure. And, and this is like eight months after losing yeah, this your is, child. Yes. This is less than a year And later. we had started we started immediately after the funeral because I needed it. Yeah. That is the only reason. What else am I going to do? Sit with his clothes. Yeah. Yeah. I needed to get out of the house. I needed to, I needed something for my mind to focus on. Mm -hmm. And I was great at first because I was ignoring everything. I didn't want to realize. Avoidance can be so warm and fuzzy sometimes. Right. It was, I, I honestly, I was hit by a truck. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I was ignoring guess. everything. And then I was turning to food mm-hmm. and I was, I felt stuck. I was in that stuck place and I was for years where I was just going through the motions. My creativity was not there. I mean, how could it be? Well, listen, let's just, I just want you to know all the way through to the middle of your soul that any coping mechanism to make it through the hell that you went through is is a great coping mechanism. Like, because a lot of people don't make it out of that ever, 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 ever. So the fact that you continue to be able to like, just literally get up regardless of how you soothed your soul, the fact that you're still just able to be there and not completely disappear from your family's life, from the community's life, you know, which is really what I wanted to do. Yeah. No, I can't imagine. I don't, I, I honestly don't, I don't because it, know. This was 2017. So I had already had my business eight years. Sure. It, I was going on the eighth year and I was pretty well known at the time. Sure. And I really didn't want the attention. Mm-hmm. However, I did use my Facebook as a public, a public blog. And I'm so glad that I did because I have all, all, that documentation. all those memories mm-hmm. And it really related to a lot of people. They may have not have been going through what we were going through, but they were like, wow, she's real. Like, think- When you're talking about grief, which like, is yeah. a concept most people can at yeah. least, you know. Yeah. I, people really related to what I was going through, whether, whether it was grief or not, they just, they really appreciated that. I was putting it all out there. Everything right. that I was this, feeling. This wasn't like your family is perfect and you're only showing the No, Instagram I've never been that right, way. Right, 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 oh right, my right. gosh. I'm always the one that's 
putting all the crazy crap that happens in our <laughs> life out there. That's, I mean, that's what people identify with is the authenticity. That's what everybody wants to see. That's what people feel like they can connect with <clears throat> you over is, is authenticity. Yeah. I, they can tell when they're being told a story too. You oh, know right. I mean? <laughs> so yes, I was in that, that depression slump for a very long time. And it was in 2022 is when I started my health journey. And the more that I started my health journey, the more my mental clarity yeah. came back. Yeah. And honestly, I don't even know if I had mental clarity because all I had been doing for so many years was grinding. Sure. You know, creativity. Never yeah. Never pausing. Just go, 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 go. I've yeah. got to grind. I've got to stay up all night and edit. I'll look back at my memories on Facebook and I'll be like, finally got these done at 3 a.m. Yeah. Like th that girl grinded for yeah. year. every day of my yeah. life. I was working on the business. Well, and I feel like as at to some extent, the beginning of any business feels like that yeah. because like there's, you're the only person doing all the things you're wearing all the hats. A lot of times you can't or outsource anything. Right. Yeah. Plus you feel the need to come through for everybody because you know that you're making a name for yourself. Yeah. So you have to like, ex you know, exceed expectations, make deadlines, all of those things. Also, I think it's a sign of the times. Like I do feel like there has been more of a trend of people allowing themselves the space to like, if I don't get back to your email today, it's okay. You know, like I do things. that now. Yeah. But like, I think that there was more of a, like a more widely accepted, like you're expected to hustle for a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Like, and, there, and I just feel like even like the last person I just spoke with, she was like, I'm taking the first 15 days of the year off. Yeah. And she was like, I haven't done this in seven years, but I'm doing it this year yeah. because like, I need the creative space. I need the white space for my brain to figure out the next idea. And I don't think that that has been something that people have allowed themselves to do. So I don't know if it's just, I'm more aware of it now or yeah. if it's happening more or if it's a shift in the way we view our own time and like our own, like value our own self. I, I think that also comes with age. Oh, so it's my, it's my age. <laughs> so you're, <laughs> my peers are now all old enough to take the time for themselves. <laughs> Well, in your 20s, you don't right. really... Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're about, also not as tired. What are you doing for yourself when you're 20? Yeah. You yeah. don't need the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're right. You're right. Now you're there's right. kids running it around and you need the mental, mental clarity of everything involved. I mean, we have high schoolers now yeah. and grade schoolers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you and I are everywhere all the time. All three schools. Three all three schools. Yep. There's just... Whew. There's a lot going on. Yeah. So, yes... It, I think also like success helps like when you do feel validated, when you're sure of your own skills, your own worth. Absolutely. Time, that helps. And I don't think that can happen in in your twenties either. Cause you just haven't put in the time to have earned it. You have no, your own brain. You right? have no experience. Right. Your twenties are just like straight up garbage. Like people that make lifelong decisions in their twenties, they should just really just hold off a second. <laughs> because I feel like I fully agree with that. I mean, too. It's just like I if you knew me when I was 20, you don't know me now. Absolutely. I was, right? I'm definitely not the same. Even at 30, I'm not right. the same. Same. Uh, I just saw like a my memory this morning was like I just turned 39 like over the weekend yeah. we were talking oh, about yeah, that. Over the, yeah, well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and my memory today was like um my 30th birthday party like I was thrown apart like a dinner and like a surprise party for mm -hmm. my and it was like I look at the girl in that picture and I'm like who are you who, yeah who like I feel like who are you and like I feel like a little bit bad for her like because I see like the things I know I was feeling when I had that oh, picture taken. Oh, you know absolutely. I mean? So many of them. Like, yes. I see that picture and I'm like, I see the smile on my face and I remember like fake? the thoughts. Yeah, the mm -hmm. thoughts that were going through my head and like how all the anxieties that were like taken in the back of my brain all the time and like just the turmoil, the internal turmoil that was happening at yeah. that time. And 
I'm grateful. I'm grateful for her because she like made it out. You yeah. know, I'm grateful for like being on the other side and being able to look back. But it's it's yeah, people that think that they, you know, it's funny. I I actually call my old self her. Oh sure. And this happened in 2022. We were on our way back from a post Malone concert. Okay, great, great. And. Um, I just kind of let my mind wander and I laid back at while Bobby's driving home and I had this vision of me now crawling out of a black hole and I got up there and there was her standing there and she said, you made it, you're finally here. And she hugged me and Max was there, did not say a thing. But he gave me a huge hug. And I, and that's when I started calling my past life her. Mm-hmm. Because she didn't really know what she wanted. Yes, the business side, I always knew what I wanted. Yes, I was always business driven and how I wanted my life to be with the business. Cause it, but I didn't know who I was. Mm. And that was life-changing. I was not doing things for other people constantly. Because that's what I had been grinding on for so many years. So this is 2022 and I start 12 years, 12 years I was grinding. Cause even after my son passed away, I was still delivering and working for people. But my, I wasn't there, you know, but my mind was not there. I was just doing the job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So having me come out of the black hole, what do I want to do with this business? Mm-hmm. Where do I want to grow? What do I want to do next with it? So that was very, I don't even know how to describe the word because it was the most like a revelation. Mm-hmm. Bobby oh, calls it like Phoenix. Awakening. Yeah. Like waking up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, your next tattoo should be a Phoenix. Yeah. Because like, he's like, you're, you're rising up from the depths of Hell. every parent's <laughs> worst Hell, nightmare. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So 2022 was a huge game changer for me. And you can ask my clients, they would come into my studio. And I, I honestly did not give a shit. I just didn't. I would, of course I loved their babies and I would take pictures of them. I didn't care what the studio looked like. Mm -hmm. I just didn't, I didn't have, I, I didn't care. Mm -hmm. And now in 22, I'm like, let's get the studio clean. Let's bleach the floors. Also, a lot to have to do with that is things kept happening with the studio. We had so many floods. Oh in my the gosh, studio. I remember all of the muddy oh pictures. Oh my gosh, the yeah. studio has flooded so many times. And it's so disheartening as a business owner when things keep happening and you don't have the hundred grand to yeah, dig a trench in the back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that also led into depression. I've spent so much money and so much time on my business and things keep happening. Mm hmm. Am I ever going to make it out of this? Mm-hmm. And then me now, shit happens. It's how you react to it and mm-hmm. move on. Mm-hmm. I think, I think that the, maybe it is our age bracket. Maybe it's trauma. Maybe it's resilience, whatever it is. But I similarly have like done the same thing where, and it may, maybe the big component is age, but where you're like, hold on. I only get to do this one time. And up until this point, I've kind of just been doing what everybody kind of expects of me or suggests yeah. I do or whatever. And so 
taking the time to say like, what do I want to do with my life is something that's so simple, but I just don't think that a lot of people do or want to do. And like, I'm, I'm not going to say that it's not like privileged to be able to decide like that you want to, no, you definitely have to have the resources, right? Yes, absolutely. But like, um, you know, I decided I was going to do this. I worked a couple of minimum wage jobs Mm -hmm. for a long time, really like in an, like in an embarrassing situation because I turned down salary positions because I knew if I was working 40 hours for somebody else, I would never be able to do the things that I needed to do. And so, I mean, like, I'm, I'm not saying that like, uh, it's easy or that everybody can do it, but I, I think that it's really, um, admirable to one self-assess like midlife, right. Deciding like, Oh, am I going to change things? And then putting in the work to make all of those things happen. Yeah. So when you decided that you were going to change for yourself or do things for yourself in a different way or make yourself happy or in your daily life. Um, I know you've made like a uh, number of change changes. Did you um, like scale back on work? Did you change like your workflow? I know you changed like your diet and your lifestyle quite a bit. Like Every, what were the things My that entire life has changed okay, from what it used me. to be. Tell me. So it started with health. Okay. Uh, clean eating, exercising, sure. water intake. That was great. But that, that also took many over a year to really have in place sure. and be comfortable with what I was doing and a habit. And yeah. Yeah. Then last year I didn't like how my family was. We, we kind of separated a lot. Me and Bobby were not great. Me and the first kid- of all, the amount of marriages that make it period and stop yeah. is half, right? The amount of marriages that make it after the loss of a child yeah. is, is, it's nothing. It's zero. It's, it's zero. It's very, very high def- so, divorce rate. Yeah. So I can imagine that if your marriage even wasn't great, like the fact that you guys are still married is still a triumph, you know, at that point even. Yes. So we, yeah, we, uh, the marriage wasn't great. I, I don't even know if we liked each other sure. at one point. Yeah. Because all I wanted to do was work. Yeah. And that's where the issue with my kids came in because I was always throwing myself into work because it was giving me something to do. I was not... <sighs> I didn't want to get attached to my kids and have something happen to them and then have to go through it all again. Man. So I really detached myself from my kids for many years. Of course I was still a mom. I did fun things. Again, it's another coping mechanism. You know, yeah. that's all that's, that's really, it. I, I was present in their life. Sure. My course. kids were not deprived in yeah. any way. Yeah. We still went on vacations. But you had, had you laughter. had that but emotional I block no matter what. had an emotional block and they can't feel get that. Of yeah. course they can. <clears throat> Um, I think Maverick took it, all, all three of them, all three of them took, took it the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes. They, yes. They, yeah. There was no one that was greater than the other. I, I feel like Maverick needed me more. He was the baby. <coughs> you know, he was two when Max died. So he, he did need me the most. And I, I didn't, I didn't want to get close to them. Mm-hmm. So looking back, I'm like, now that I know who I am. I need to be a better mom and I want to work on this. I want to be a better wife. Mm-hmm. And so we started doing dates, mm-hmm. the, the kids. And we always, we always try to, with the weather pending, um, have an activity for us to do something active together. Sure. So the kids are biking, they're, you know, skateboarding, any of all, all that fun hoverboard. I don't care. Just moving your body. Let's yeah. get out and move our body. Yeah. Um, and we'd, 
plan a healthy meal. And so we started doing that. And then Bobby and I started dating um, each other. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We actually picked up a couple of um, extra partners. It just, (laughs) it happened. Okay. So on the Max's fifth, I want to say his fifth anniversary of his death, we decided to go out. Bobby and I had not dated because we didn't have anybody to watch our kids forever. Sure. And Izzy was 13 at the time. So she could start babysitting. Mm -hmm. You know, we, Obviously, we'd be close. We're yeah. going to Peoria, yeah. 10 minutes away. And it was after his his fifth anniversary of his death. We went out and we just got dinner together, which we had never done. 10 years, probably. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we're like, wow, this is really nice. And we did, like, fun things. Like, we couldn't find an ice cream we're store cool that was people open. people when we don't have all these rocks <laughs> looming over our heads. <laughs> what? What? Who would have thought it? <laughs> so we're like we need to do this again and we went bowling that night oh bowling's so fun we went bowling so fun. and we really enjoyed it so then we went back the next saturday mm-hmm. and we're like we really should be dating on saturday nights mm-hmm. to this day we have a date every saturday night we don't bowl anymore and it was kind of like when you first start dating you need that something to do yeah yeah it really was discovering each other all over again. Mm-hmm. He also, there's no way you guys can possibly be the same people as you were after going through the well, trauma that you went through. He went through his self discovery in 2020. Okay. Okay. Which made me really despise him. Even oh, more. sure. So there was a huge divide yeah. with us. Yeah. I was eating constantly and sure. not caring about myself because mm-hmm. that was, that was my comfort was food. Mm-hmm. And he had turned to fitness and he was doing triathlons. And rubbing it in my face. I hated it. I hated it so much. I didn't care about his accomplishments because I wasn't happy with myself. So how's that? It's hard. It's okay. It's hard to be happy when you're not happy. When you're not happy. Yeah. It's so hard. Now I I so wish I would have been me now at his triathlon. Yeah. Uh, Just the proud that I would feel knowing how much goes into that. Sure. You know, so we really, we did start dating and, and our marriages, it was really, I always say to him, do you think that there were, we got new souls? Like these, our, our bodies were soulless after Max died. And all of a sudden these new souls came along. They're like, we need to fill these bodies. And he's like, no, I think we have the same souls. (laughs) I agree with Bobby. I was like, but, but here's the thing. Like, I think pulling yourself out of the depths of hell Mm -hmm. makes you decide like, okay, well, if I'm going to fucking do it, then I'm going to fucking do it. Like, otherwise, why did I go through all of that shit to get here? Like I just lived through hell and like, and, and, you know, it takes however long it takes before the, that you can, and maybe it never happens for some people before that kind of like fog lifts or before like the, the Phoenix moment that you had. And I'm not trying to like generalize, like I could even understand your situation, but I feel like when you go through a trauma, there's a point where there is just a pause on everything in your life. And you just like start going through the motions because you can't handle it all. One person handle anything else. You're just surviving. No, I was a wife. I was a mother. I was a business owner and I was grieving my child. Yeah. And all of that, I, that's when I started going through the motions. I was like, I can't handle this anymore. I didn't put my mental health at first, mm-hmm. which is every single person on this planet mm-hmm. needs to put themselves first. Yeah. You know, I think that 2022 is a, was a transformative year for, for me as well. And I think that 
when you go through something really hard and then you decide that you're going to come out on the other side and you, you make the decision to be better for yourself, not for somebody yeah. else, not for your kids, not for your spouse, not for whatever. Just be like, I deserve, I'm capable. I'm giving all these people 110% of me. And like what I'm giving out is good or maybe not great depending on your current situation. But you're like, why am I not giving any of that, that stuff yeah. back to myself? So when you make the decision to do that, I think that some of the changes come a little bit easier and then some things are just like even harder. Yeah. Like I know when I made the decision to like pursue my dreams, put myself first, not allow people to <laughs> treat yeah. me like garbage anymore. It was like things got so better, but also got isolated for a while. Cause it was like, I wasn't willing to bend over backwards to do a lot of things. So some things, some friendships didn't make it. So, yeah. you know what I mean? There were a lot of things that just yeah. did not make it through me putting my own happiness at a priority. I don't even know if I'm comfortable saying that I put it first. I want to be able to say I put it first, but I put so much more effort into it. And then I just, a lot of other parts of my life fell away. Yeah. It's funny that you say that you isolated because, uh, last year we had, I had a health scare and I had seizures one night and they wouldn't stop out of nowhere. I was the healthiest I had ever been. And Bobby, it, we were at, I don't even know what we were doing. We were trying to get something out. We went up to Lowe's or something. And he's like, let's just grab a bite to eat. The kids had already eaten. And we went to time. And I had passed out with seizures there. And I had to be uh, taken by ambulance. And after that whole week, I kind of isolated myself for three months. I was thinking, what in my, what is this telling me in my life? What do I need to change? Because at that time, I was still grinding on the business. I was grinding on myself. Yeah. You know, trying to get, it was all too much. Yeah. I was taking on too much, Yeah. you know, trying to be a person on social media, mm -hmm. which is, it's a great percentage of my business mm -hmm. is social media. Mm -hmm. You know this. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, and, and some relationships didn't make it when I isolated myself. And I was like, I'm only going to, moving forward, mm -hmm. I only want to do what makes me happy mm -hmm. because the stress of everything is probably what causes seizures. Honestly, mm -hmm. it was right after Christmas. It was at this point last year. And so I made a vow to myself that I would only do things that made me happy. Mm -hmm. And one of them is still my business. This, this studio brings me so much joy. Making kids laugh is the, it always has been the greatest feeling for me is to make a child laugh. Mm -hmm. And that's why I, I love when they come in here. It's it's my greatest happiness. Babies, who doesn't love a baby? Right, right. You may not love to pose a baby like I do, but right, right, right. <laughs> there were there were a lot of things that fell by the wayside, and I was like, you know what? I don't. You don't need that in your life. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that that's the thing that that makes you a successful business owner is that like, no matter what your job makes you happy. Yeah. Like, you ha like I know, like love what you do and you'll never work a day in your life or whatever, but like, it's so true. And I know a lot of people, you know, don't love their jobs. or don't love their careers. I was just having a conversation yesterday with a friend and she was saying something about like, yeah, it doesn't like, they're okay if they're not in love with their job. Like that doesn't bother them. I don't know. That's, I feel like that's not okay with me. Right. Well, it wasn't okay with me. Like I remember when I was going through a really difficult, like career decision a couple of years ago, I was just distraught, depressed. I like, could not move. I had a boyfriend at the time who was like, 
I can't with all this, like all this talk about what are you going to do with your, I can't, I, it's too much. I, Cause I was just like, I'm a little bit OCD, not in the hand washing type and the like repetitive thought type. So I'm like, I got to really figure this puzzle out before yeah. I can move forward. And so when you're like, and that's, what, that's, pro- that's one of the worst things about a small business yeah. is how to figuring out what you really want to do to move forward and yeah. how to get there. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the struggle. Yeah. Yeah. But once you do it, once you get going and then adding <laughs> things in, you just have to start small. Yeah. And then you'll finally make it to where you want to be. Yeah. Um, so you changed your health, you changed your lifestyle, yeah. you changed like your focus. You're now saying, I'm just taking on things that make me happy. Mm-hmm. So what did that look like for your work? Did you cut down on your client load? Did you oh, that's your where timelines? We were, yes. Did you? So I did cut down, um, I started taking off Sundays. Okay. I've never taken off a day off the studio except for Tuesdays ever. I, I work only, I have no clients in the studio on Tuesdays. Okay. Well, I decided to take Sundays off because we started taking Sundays off together as a family last yeah. year. Yeah. And then when I went into the fall season, I had to start working Sundays. Yeah. And I hated it. Didn't hate my clients. Didn't hate the work. Yeah. Of hated course. actually having to work on Sundays. Yeah. I should be with my family. This is the day to clean my house, get refreshed for the week go shopping if I need to get stuff for schools. You don't have to justify taking a day off, bro. Well, <laughs> you don't have to tell me the things you would do but, in your time. You well, I'm saying the day of the week, Sunday. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Sunday. Sunday made sense for you. Okay, Sunday I got made it. I got sense it. Yeah. to just reset. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, and I didn't get that. And, and also everybody has Sundays off. Like, come on. Oh, you know photographers I mean? don't. Yeah. Photographers work every Sunday because that's when people have off. That's when we shoot our clients. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Not anymore. Sundays are for my family. Saturday nights are for my husband. So I don't work either of those. Mm-hmm. And then there's, you know, throughout the week, there's times that I'm at the gym or I'm, sure. you know, so I, I've worked my schedule around to where, what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And I raised my prices for this year so that I'm able to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Because if I were to just drop Sundays, I would have dropped a quarter of my income. Mm-hmm. So of course I had to make up for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I honestly thought I would lose all my clients by raising their prices. Uh, nope. <laughs> Everybody's nope. just, every, everyone is, you deserve this. We're behind you 100%. Well, because they want to be paid what they're worth in their own life. So they want you to be paid yeah. what you're worth in your life. Like you're yeah. not trying to gouge people. You're not, Absolutely you're not, not asking for more than you're worth. You're probably still underpriced. I don't I'm know still what your underpriced. Are. You're still underpriced, I'm yes. sure. And so like, that's the thing. People are always so afraid, especially when it's their own personal art or something that they yeah. create because they're like, Oh, but it only took me or I can't, but like, we just talked about the 14 years, 14 of years that yeah. you have and so much money like, in education. Not yes. to mention that you can get it done in this amount of time. And somebody who doesn't have the skill set, it will take yeah. this long, the editing skills, all of the things you have honed in your style. Yes. Like you're, you're not, you're not, I don't want to say just a photographer because I think that that's like demeaning, but like, you know, there's a lot of people out there who call themselves photographers that are just pointing and shooting and taking yeah. pictures. And you have now evolved into a place where you're doing so much more. So like, why wouldn't you earn more money? If you were at any other That's position in 14 years, you would have gotten a raise or you would have been like, give me a raise. I'm not <laughs> working here anymore, but you're the boss. I'm the boss. And you had to wait 14 years for it. <laughs> I mean, like I'm not saying that's the only time you raised your price, but like, I'm sure it wasn't very many times over those 14 years. It was years not very many times. Um, most of my prices would be at raise with many sessions throughout the year because sets would get more expensive. Yeah, sure. And so I'd have to justify what I was putting into yeah. there. And then I wasn't. 
And that's when my block came and I was just going through the motions and spending so much money and not raising my prices because mm-hmm. I didn't want to lose my clients. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that self-confidence that I have now to be like, this is what I produce. It is quality. And, and you my get the- time is worth this. Yes. And not only that, they get excellent customer service with me. Right. My clients know this. Right. You know, I am there for them. And just being able to be part of their family yeah. is one of the most rewarding parts mm-hmm. of my job. Because I, I really love... All of my kids that come in here are like my nieces and nephews. Right. You've been seeing a lot of them since their newborn shoots, right? And now No, they usually come back. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like they they were newborns. They were newborns. Now maybe they're like five years old, six years old. I have kids going into high school now that I've been doing their newborn pictures and their baby pictures. Yeah. And so I, and so they're comfortable. They're comfortable with, with me. They Your know pictures how to pose. are probably warmer yes. because they're not like, who's this weird lady saying yep. things to me? Yeah. I mean, you're still a weird lady saying weird things weird. to them, but yep. <laughs> talk about poop a lot. You're known for that. Like you always put up like fun pictures of kids having just like the sweetest smiles. And you're like, I said poop to get them. Oh yeah. Thing. I was totally talking about like farty pants yeah. in that one. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you got, you have to, right. because poop farts and body parts are all funny. Boobies. Who doesn't laugh at boobies? Right. Who doesn't, who doesn't <laughs> laugh at boobies? That's Little right. kids love to say penis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shoot. Why? Who penis doesn't? Is funny. Yes, words are fun to say. They just are just language. Who the hell cares? And I mean, it's penis and boobies. It's not the worst thing. Right. Yeah. You could be saying worse. Shoot. <laughs> I have another podcast. I say way worse things. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um. Is that the after dark one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what do you think? In terms of like, if I were to explain to somebody what's different about Maxwell Studios versus like another photographer in the area or like, you know, somebody else I could seek out online or whatever, what is the unique sauce that you bring to the table? Oh, that's a good question. Is it your willingness to get nitty gritty with the kids and make them feel so comfortable? Your personality? It might be. Like just last Monday... Um, I had a client bring her two-year-old and her six-month-old in for a session, and he did not want to be here. <laughs> he just didn't. So I was like, kids are funny that way, aren't they? Like, come over here. We're going to play. And yeah. I played trains with them and got them acclimated to the space first. And my clients know this. If their kid is not going to do it, let's take that minute. Mm-hmm. Let's take that minute and really get down on their level and tell, show them that I'm a safe person to be around. Mm-hmm. You can play with me. I'll make you laugh. I'll say stupid things, you know, to make you laugh. Sure. And that's a good point. (laughs) It is the nitty gritty. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) But it's also, I think it's my art. Yeah. You know, this is, it actually is 15 years because I was editing photos before I even opened the business. Okay, sure. I was trying to learn different apps on, you know, there's this app called Picnic. Okay. I think I remember remember something like that. Yeah, I do. That is what I edited. Okay. Clients don't know this, but that's what I was processing your photos with in 2010. You know what? I bet a lot of people out there where there's a lot of those back <laughs> like room secrets that people don't know. I about did not that. start with Photoshop, I think, until 2011. So okay. you were, I okay. was using an online app. Okay. All right. And I used the cross process, but I really honed in like how I wanted it to look on this app. And then I couldn't reproduce that on Photoshop. And okay. I had to figure out a whole new way. To make it look to, the way you wanted it to look. And honestly, I look back at pictures. I, I 
things may not be as smooth as they are in my photos now because I really know how to edit now. Well, yeah, just the, the amount of time you but, spent doing it. Yeah, <laughs> but the colors, mm -hmm. still the same. Mm -hmm. I'm a classic editor. I don't follow a lot of trends. I'm not a brown photographer, as I call them, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> which I love brown photography, yeah, yeah. but it's not my style. It's not, I have tried putting it on my photos and I don't like them. Sure. So I know my style and it's funny photographers when they see a picture that was taken of mine they know who took it sure without even seeing right i've had plenty of my friends who are photographers who are like you know, i saw this picture i didn't even have to know who took it i knew it was you and that's a really great feeling to know that my style yeah represents me well it, i mean like really it means you're creating art that is unique enough that it's yes. it's recognizable it means you put enough of it out there that <clears throat> you're prolific enough for people to have you know heard about you and recognize your style but I think that, you know, I kind of put you on the spot by asking you what your secret sauce is, but by having like the thing be like the customer service is essentially what I would boil that down to the way that you treat the children and how you make them feel when they're here. Yeah. That's great. Like you could be a really great photographer with, with just that skill. And you could probably also be a really great photographer with just like bomb ass editing skills and like really be an artist with the editor. But the fact that you like can bring would, it all not, to the table at the same time. I don't think that it would be the same business as if, if it wasn't me. Yeah. Right. Someone could have my style and the way I shoot, but if it's not me, it would Maxwell Studios wouldn't. Exist. That's what I'm saying. I think it's that combination because like and I'm not saying that anybody could even emulate your style. I'm just saying like people can maybe like be really artists with the editing of photos in general, but like yeah. having that combination of like you said being able to emote the like get the emotion yeah. out of people that you then know how to capture and then you know how to edit yeah. in a way that makes it a product that people are really excited to receive i think that's that's uh, oh, well, that's thanks. cool yeah that's cool <laughs> well i mean like i just think that there's a lot of there's nobody ever has a one word answer of like this is this is why i'm good this, this is, is one why thing you this is one thing the max L yeah studio. but i think it's i think it's good that you know that there's multiple levels there of what well, makes i do the reason i do treat my facebook as a public blog not not just to have the memories for myself i like to have that open for new clients that really want to know what kind of person i am sure they can look through because I'm honest about everything going on in my life. Right. And I put it out there. I have got to tell you, I knew we were going to record. We were supposed to record. Oh my <laughs> We were supposed gosh. to record before and you had a catastrophe with your Catastrophe. Car. But you like literally have so many catastrophes. Yeah. It's, uh, it's <laughs> almost uncountable at this point. But um, I mean, is that why I was put on this earth to show people how to get out of, of, of situations that come out of nowhere? I mean... So yeah, the day I don't we were know. supposed to shoot, um, the garbage truck ran into our car. Yeah. And caused... You were like, well, hold on. We're going to have to delay because Bobby's stuck in the driveway. So like, I can't get out. You can't get in. And then like, I didn't even get and that then, message. And then uh, there was another one that said, never mind. Never the garbage mind. truck just pulled in and creamed his car. <laughs> and then I was like, hold on. Give me details. And you start giving me details. You send me a picture and you're like, the amount of time he had to see this vehicle in the middle of the road was unbelievable. It is like... It's like a it's good, like, two hundred yeah, yeah, exactly. feet. Yeah, it's 200 200 feet. feet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm really bad at judging distance. But um, I had this thought in my head, and I was like, I'm not going to message it to her. I'm going to wait, and I'm going to tell her on the podcast. You just recently redid your website. I did. And you had yeah. a big launch where you're like, I got this brand new website. I've got all the sets on there. I've got all this thing. It's going to be down for a minute. I'm working on it. Hold on. Then you come on. I've never seen 
anybody ever do this. And when you did it, I was like, that was fucking genius. You were like, I launched my website (laughs) and I need some people just bombard it, go through it, find the, click every picture, click every button, click every word, make sure all the things are there. Like you had already done all the things. Obviously you wouldn't put like a shit website out there. You're like, you were already were like pretty confident that they were good, which I was very appreciative. But I mean, like you already thought like, okay, hopefully they don't find anything, right? Like you were ready to launch it. That's why you did it. And then you had the public test it. And first of all, the engagement on the fucking post. <laughs> Second of all, the real time fucking traffic, the finding the problems before like somebody who's shopping, like all of it. I was like, Oh my God, it's so genius. Like I was just like, good job, man. Really good job on that. I that was mean, all it was the way to get it out there. And I, had yeah. And now everybody's been to your website. So it'll pop up. It's going to be in their search engine. Yep. The analytics are going to be, they're going to be fed with all your shit. Content. Oh, my analytics went crazy. On well, that so were theirs day. though, but now they'll see all of your content because they've interacted with your website and your page so many times that like Maxwell's going to start popping up and I was all like, click algorithms. on every single page. Yeah. Let me know so it actually, also, it just told Google, like, bang, she's really popular. Let's tell more people about her. It's just crazy good. It's just crazy good. I also did that because I really did want people to look through and find. No, I know. It was like win, 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 win. It it was a win. So many businesses would be so worried to be like, find my faults. Like, you literally were like, oh, I didn't care. So many businesses are like, let's make a perfect. And they were like, Megan, this link is down. I'm like, okay, got it. Fix. What else can you? Oh, Megan. I had friends do it when I've like built websites before. No, no, no. I put that was like. Oh my God, this is genius because like, you're going to be flooded with all of the things. People are going to check things that like maybe somebody else wouldn't see. One of my favorite parts, I didn't read through all the comments, but I did read through some because I wanted to see like how people were responding to it. One of my favorite things were like, I only saw like two things that people, but one of them was like, it's on my picture. And it was like, everybody checks for their own stuff first. (laughs) Everybody checks for their own stuff first. And I love it so much. Use an emoji. Yes. And the emoji didn't translate. Okay. So okay. it left a space without a period. And she's like, of course, it's on my own photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, everybody will always check their own stuff first. Because like, that's what you do. When you take a group's photo, you look at yourself. Yep. yep. And so it was just really fun for me as like a psychological experiment to witness from like afar. I was like, man, she's just. Well, she's not only good. that, but I, I mean, it really was daunting. Make I've put this off for so long. I didn't have a website for 18 months. Yeah. My, uh, my server uh, I don't know what they're called. Yeah. My host. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Retired oh. in 2021, 2022, and took down the website. And I didn't have a website. And the amount of time it takes to build a website. Yeah. Oh, man. It's I, daunting. And so many businesses put it off. I cannot tell you how many businesses I, I represent that I'm like, all oh, this is great. But if I could be driving traffic back to your website, that's really what we need to be doing. Yeah. And I can't send them there because it's, it's garbage. Well, <laughs> Uh, I will say that my website We're not there. Was, We're not there. was pretty garbage. It w- it just wasn't. It's tr- things have changed so much. You know what I mean? Things. Are I launched that website in 2013 mm-hmm. with, I mean, my good photos, mm-hmm. and they kind of stayed up there for the next seven something years. The thing is, is like people don't visit their own websites ever. No. So like I, I, I do now. I audit people's websites all the time, and I'm always like, "What's this picture? Like this event's not even up anymore. What are you talking yeah. about? You got a giveaway th- thing going across your thing that says 2019. Like people don't visit their own websites. And it's they need so to. crazy. They got they, to. They need to because not only that, people are visiting your website and they're wanting to know what's new. Mm-hmm. Well, Google is the place that people are finding businesses more than like a social media page. Like mm-hmm. people care about your Google listing, but also they're, that's where your website is present for people to click on your website and go. And then, then you have controlled 
you have control over everything they see in yep. front of them. When they are on your website, there's no ads. There's no other photographer that's going to run in. There's no other things. You're in control of whatever content's there. So wouldn't you want it to be the best? The best so that when have. somebody lands, yes. they're like, give me more of whatever this is. Yeah. Like that's, 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 a, and so many people don't, don't put the priority there. So well, it's to you. really just, honestly, it's, it's learning your host of what the templates and all this stuff of what they what can you can do and what's what you're able yeah things that you can embed things that you have to like you really have to educate and, yeah. yourself on all that and that's what pe they don't want to take the time to have mm -hmm. to educate mm -hmm. i understand that i am mm -hmm. too busy to go through this it's literally why people pay me to do it they know yeah. that they can do it themselves they're just like they don't they don't want to take the time to do because it because it takes so much it time. takes so much time now that i've built so many of them I'm always like, yeah, I could probably do it faster than you. You know what I mean? Because if you've never built well, a website you, before. Now that I've done really it. Hard, yeah, now you could do it a lot I'm faster do it for somebody else. Yes, yes, of course. Of course. So, but it is daunting going yeah. through. And the other, the other post was, um, I said, it's super daunting going through all these images. Can you post an image of yes. your favorite image your family, from two to three years ago? Yeah. From, you know, present. So, first today. of all. That would have been a nightmare for you to go through that many photos and try to find good ones, like of your own catalog. You know what I mean? Well, I tried to stay as current as I could to what I produce now, right? Which is about twenty twenty one and up. But I mean, still, I'm and just people like, were posting things from like two thousand eleven and oh, twelve, and oh, it was yeah, the cutest yeah, yeah, thing. They're yeah, like, yeah. I was going through pictures, but, but I just love this one so much. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, and it's I so love good. that. I'm like, I would never use that on the site because it's old. ten years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do love, I still love these pictures that I yeah. took. So it was really nice to go down memory lane when everybody, I had over 250 comments on there with people posting all their yeah. photos. And it was, that's amazing. And the people, they want to see their stuff on a website, you yeah. know? Yep. Yep. It's great. <laughs> like, it's all good. Like, I know it's not a marketing scheme, but it's like, it's still just great marketing. It no was great marketing. Did, no yeah, matter like, what way you slice it, it's just I'm good. I'm telling you, 632 visits in one day. Mm -hmm. That's insane. That is insane. For a local small business. Mm -hmm. So I was, I was very happy with that. Mm -hmm. I know I'm very, not only that, but like to get that. somebody just to click a link is such a, like a hard get. So to get people to like click a link, go and to your website click and then click a link through again. everything and, and then did it. come back and then type in a comment. Like it's, I saw this meme. I'm going to say this on so many freaking of these episodes. It's going to be so repetitive. I saw this meme that said, I'm a graphic designer. Whenever I don't know how to do something, I don't look it up. I just go on Reddit and post the way I know is wrong to do it because and people will correct you faster than they, he said, I won't ask for help because nobody wants to help you. But if I say, this is the way you do it, I yeah. will get corrected faster and have yeah. more expert. Like, so it's just like when you, I was like, everybody's going to give her feedback because everybody wants to be the one everybody who told you about to be, the yes. thing, you know? I they love do. It so they, they, uh, I want to, everybody wants to, this isn't like them and us. Like, it's like, you know, it's like when you're driving a car and you see the pedestrians. Like, when you get out of the car, you're also a pedestrian. It's like the same thing with me. I want to be that person, too. I want the, the satisfaction of telling the person the thing, you know. But, like, it's just it's, it's just so fun. It's just so fun. Just, kudos to you. Thanks, Good job. girl. Yeah. Well, I hope that you will let me come back and do this again because I think that you have, like, a lot more that we can talk about for photographers specifically, for small businesses specifically, for self-confidence specifically. So I think... There's lots more to offer, but I try to keep this to like under an hour. So yeah. I'm not taking too much of people's time. So thank you for letting me come back and please let me come back again. Oh, of course. I would okay. love to have you back. <laughs> All right. Great. <laughs> Thank 
Reason Business Podcast is hosted and produced by me, Sarah Johnson, and is under the umbrella of Brazen Reputation Brand Management Projects. If you'd like to learn more about what we're doing and who we are, please visit us online at brazenreputation.com. If you have a small business story that you would like to share and you feel like you would be a great fit for this podcast, I would love to hear from you. You can contact me online through my website or through social media and let's chat. Um, Thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad that you're here and just go out there and be well.